guys. Um, welcome to another podcast. Um, and today I'm actually joined by um, Daisy here. Hello, Daisy. Hi. Lovely to see you all. I'll meet you all, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> how? Yeah, so how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Ah, uh, yeah, you know, same old, same old, just trying to survive, you know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so how, how has the pandemic been treating you? Um, but fifty-fifty, really. Like some days, I'm like really motivated. Let's do some cosplay stuff or face painting stuff. And other days, I'm like, I'm moving from my bed today. <laughs> <I'm> not doing <laughs> anything. Ah, uh, yeah. Love that. Um, so for people who don't know, obviously Daisy here is a cosplayer. Um, I like to think you're quite an active cosplayer at the moment. Wouldn't you agree? Um. I would say so, yeah. I post quite regularly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you obviously, you do your OnlyFans stuff as well, is that right? I do, yes. Yes, brilliant. Um, so obviously, I sort of just wanted to sort of have a little chat with you, really. Um, so how long exactly have you been cosplaying for now? Oh, God, I've been doing it since I was 16. So I've been doing it for about seven years now. <laughs> Oh, blimey. A long time, yeah. Mm. Wow, time. so how did, how did this all, like, come about? Like, where did this all start? Um, t- To be honest with you, I don't exactly remember how I got introduced to cosplaying. Um, I, th- I think it was more a case of that I was just playing video games. Like, one of my favourite video games growing up was Injustice Gods Among Us, the DC superhero fighting game. Oh, wow. that's really stuff. cool. Yeah, and that's how I got introduced to Harley Quinn. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. <laughs> like, I thought she was so cool. <laughs> so then I started watching, like, the Batman animated series. And I kind of just got to know cosplay just through kind of researching these different characters and stuff and thinking, like, wow, like, I've always loved dressing up as a kid. Like, Oh, okay. As, as soon as, like, my mom would be like, oh, yeah, we're going to a fancy dress party, I would be so excited. Like, oh, my God, I get to dress up. It's going to be so good. <laughs> um, and I was like, this is actually gives me, gives me an excuse to dress up as these different characters. That's, like, absolutely amazing. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have to agree. Like, obviously, when I was a kid, I was very much, like, in my element when I was dressing up. Like, mm. any any excuse to dress up, really. Um I, to be fair, now I think about it, I think I probably dressed up more than I did actually wearing my own clothes. Um, <laughs> like once upon a time, yeah. um, I actually remember actually um, going back to like primary school. Every non-school uniform day, I'd wear this pinstripe suit um, oh, because you. of because of uh, Doctor Who at the time. Um, yeah, it got to a point where my own mum literally had to hide the suit and say it was in a wash just so I would wear my own clothes. Um, And weirdly enough, not much has changed, but apart from I don't actually go to work in in cosplay. um, (laughs) That's that's the only problem with going to work and having to wear a uniform. It's like, I would dress up in cosplay. I think just by accident, because I'm quite lucky where I work, I can just wear my own clothes. And I think by accident, I might have just dressed up as like a character, like a casual cosplay just by like not even realizing but like oh okay that's fine like um darcy lewis's outfit from one division like i would wear that every day (laughs) it looks so comfy and so warm so yeah it does look very warm Mm. and i i loved i loved that cosplay by the way i thought it was great um thank you (laughs) because it's i i'm just loving it i'm just loving all these different wonder cosplays and darcy cosplays sort of creeping onto the internet it's kind of nice to just see something a bit different yeah yeah well I I like I've seen a lot of people with the Wanda cosplays they haven't just done like her comic book outfit or the outfit from like Age of Ultron Mm. they've actually done like her her in sweatpants and a hoodie from WandaVision with her hair tied up and I'm like that's so cool because that's that's just something you can pick out of your wardrobe like, I love closet cosplays because it's just I haven't had to spend any money because I've got all the stuff already <laughs> that's exactly what I did for Darcy I was like I don't have mm. like a grey headset or like her grey hat but I have something similar that I can get away with 
Mm. And like people will know who it is as long as I do like some really good editing with it and have a caption underneath, people will know who it is. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm. So um, would you say like cosplay in a sense has kind of inspired you as a person or? Oh, 100%. Like I, I, there's, there's so many like routes you can go down it. Like I do a lot of the, makeup side of things so i i oh, love okay. face painting and oh wow yeah so like if if you have a look at my instagram i've done like the most i think the most recent face paint i've posted is i did vincent van gogh's starry night and i had like half my face covered and it was going all the way down my arm sort of thing wow that i saw that 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 was that was yeah. amazing <laughs> Thank you. Um, so it's like, I wouldn't say that necessarily that was cosplay, but it's stuff like getting inspired by just seeing like everyday things like that painting and being like, I can turn that into a face paint sort of thing. Or I can, I like could prob- possibly if I had the sewing skills, turn it into a dress or something. Like I, I really like to kind of just look at characters or even look at like kind of objects or things like of, of your daily life or whatever and try and think okay how can I turn that into like a costume or a face paint sort of thing so 100% oh wow I was actually going to ask you about the um, the face paint and stuff so how obviously with the Vince Van Gogh one I, I assume that took like a lot of patience and a lot of time oh my god uh, how roughly <laughs> how roughly does it take because obviously I, I can imagine it takes like a fair amount of time to like get it yeah um it obviously depends on what I'm doing so the longest face paint I've done was um my Jack Skeleton look because I painted on his suit yeah um oh okay yeah he obviously he wears a pinstripe suit at the suit yes and that was so difficult to paint on and it took me about five hours in total to paint that all together blimey yeah so it, it took a while. <laughs> and then the, the crazy thing about it as well, I'm sure there's other people who do body paints will feel the same way. As soon as like you get into it, you, you're only in it for about five minutes, even though you mm. spent hours and hours painting it. You're in it for about five minutes to take photos and you're like, right, just get this off of me now. I just <laughs> want to be clean and I want to need a shower. So Yeah. yeah. So do, do your does your like family like see you like randomly come out of your room with all this like yep. jack skeleton <laughs> stuff and you're a bit like ah. i have to if if one of my parents come into my room and they're like they'll open the door slightly i'm like wait i'm doing a face paint just to give you the heads up but they'll walk in and be like bloody hell <laughs> oh what, what is she doing there's been times where like I've had to stop because we've had dinner and I'm just like oh, I'm, no going, I'm in a face paint by the way and I've like especially when I did Darth Maul's I had like half of black and red face and I looked really oh, scary in dinner yeah oh it's just you, get, you do get some interesting times with my family <laughs> honestly though like it to me it, it honestly it sounds like dinner time at your house just sounds great like I'd, I'd love to sort of come <laughs> around your house and for you to like yeah. randomly come in different face paints and stuff. it sounds brilliant honestly you get a new person with me every time I do a face paint you get someone new you don't just walk into my room and it's me you get like I don't know Death Maul or Harley Quinn or someone <laughs> oh man that that sounds great I love that um <laughs> so obviously going back to like cosplay stuff um obviously due to like the circum circumstances of there not being any conventions and things mm. um do you find that that's become quite difficult for you as like someone in the community or do you feel like it's kind of brought, brought people closer at all or what's what's um, kind of your take on it I'm, a, I'm like really 50 50 about it because when it comes to like motivation wise normally like when we've had a con like just for example mcm october uh last not last year the year before yeah it feels um, weird saying that i know um i obviously was planning my cosplays for that so it was really nice to be like oh cool i can plan this stuff because i can actually go and wear them out sort of thing like i planned 
I was making Beetlejuice at the time. I was like painting the jacket and stuff. Um, mm. But I made the London Bridge sign for you and stuff. I don't remember that. Oh yes, you did. Yeah, I still yeah. have. Th- I actually still have that. <laughs> awesome. Um, so yeah, so it was just like, oh, I've actually got motivation to make these things because mm. I'm actually going somewhere to show off these things. But mm. now that motivation's kind of lost because it's like, well, I'm cosplaying kind of just for me. I'm not actually going anywhere sort of thing. Like I will be in the future, obviously, when cons can open up again and stuff. But I've like, it's why I've been doing more face paints than cosplay recently because it's like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do all this face paint stuff at the convention. So I'm mm. just doing this for myself because it looks really cool. And then, so yeah, it's it's a bit, it's a bit 50-50 really. I think, I think it's definitely all brought us together, like community-wise. It's been nice to talk to more people. And um, oh, sorry, my dad's just walked into my room and he's, "What are you doing?" <laughs> hello, Daisy's dad. <laughs> Wait, uh, Lucas says hello. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah You're so on you... the podcast now. Woo! <laughs> yeah. What's We're just talking about nerdy stuff, like cosplay stuff. So. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> what is it he's he's showing me something <laughs> oh is it magnifying glass oh, oh. brilliant <laughs> anyway sorry about that <laughs> um yeah i think as a community i think we've kind of a lot of us have grown closer together because you know we we need to talk to each other we need that social interaction at the moment and you know it's it's nice to do zoom calls with people and like mm. we used to have um like a weekly quiz where someone I think we you did, were a yeah. part of that, weren't you? I, yeah. I was, yeah. We, yeah, we um we you know we'd make a quiz each week and if like some people would join, obviously if you couldn't make it, you couldn't make it or whatever. And like that was really fun. That was a kind of like a nice time sort of thing. So it's it's doing stuff like that I think has really brought us all closer together. Mm. Cosplay motivation wise, for me personally, is just it comes and it goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because um Joe Van was actually on here last last time mm. and he kind of said the same sort of thing as you but one interesting thing that he said on here was that he found that he kind of feels like everyone's kind of in the same position now because obviously not every cosplayer on the internet has been able to attend a con before mm. so obviously now all of us haven't been able to attend a convention he's felt like it's kind of made people a bit more equal and then everyone's kind of now in the same boat, if you get what I mean. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah. So, um, in a sense, I sort of see it that kind of way. But do you, do you think conventions are going to like come about again, or what? What's kind of your take on it? Um, oh, it's it's so hard to tell. But there'll be a day, hopefully this year, where everything will just we can be normal. We can go to conventions again, but it's just kind of getting there really like obviously uh, LFCC mm. July is meant to be a thing I yes. don't think it will personally I'm very a bit I'm a bit skeptical about it because yeah I think you know, I think everyone is at this point it's yeah, just, I think everyone's I, kind of skeptical yeah it's very obviously so what everything's opening up June 21st and I'm that's thinking, right I think the government, like, if it obviously does go ahead and everything does open up, you know, there probably will, there might be, a, like, a rise in cases, you know, if that is possible because everything's opened again sort of thing. Mm. So that, you know, I'm not saying the government will shut things again, so hopefully they won't. But yeah. I, I don't know. I just think, like, I don't mm. think July is the best time because not everyone would have had the jab then. And, you know, there's mm. people... um like you and me, the younger gener- yeah, young adults, teenagers sort of age, who obviously yeah. don't have underlying health conditions, who probably won't have had the jab by then. And I was actually reading an article the other day about how she, there was this, um, this reporter saying she's, June 21st, she's actually going to be quite scared to go out because oh, she wouldn't have had the jab by then. Yeah. Yeah, well, just because she wouldn't have had the jab by then. And it's like, you know she just doesn't really feel that comfortable to go out yet until she's had it sort of thing. So I think July is just a little too close, <laughs> mm. too close of a time, but October I can, I can definitely see going on. It's just July mm. I think is a little bit too close. 
I mean, it is. It's also kind of weird as well, like how we're so close now to it being like a year since the first official mm. lockdown as well, which is crazy to think how long ago that was because it seems like a lifetime ago. Because obviously that oh, was kind it of really does, yeah. Yeah, this was going back to like the Tiger King trend sort of yeah, days but, of oh lockdown. My God. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it seems like That's so long ago. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, I know. It's 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 honestly it's it's crazy. But fingers crossed, like whenever that may be, we'll all be back at conventions and you know, with big smiley yeah. faces and being silly. We could all hug each other again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, knowing me, I'll be like, I hug. I'll give you a quick hug, and then I'm gonna push you away because I'm still mm. a bit cautious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, definitely so excited for the next convention. Obviously, um, another thing. Um, obviously, you very much like my myself are in a long distance relationship. Um, I am indeed. Yeah. So, um, I sort of wanted to say, ha- have you like found this difficult? Because obviously, I for one, you know, I I miss my other half like so so much um, mm. on a daily basis now. But so, have you been like coping with that, or is there like a routine when you're talking to each um, other? Yes and no, sort of thing. Like. Um, it's it's so hard because obviously I, I miss him every day and I know he feels the same way and stuff and we actually spent the second lockdown together which was really nice oh okay I managed to time it really well I went up to his just for a week and then the day I went up there Boris Johnson's like oh we're going into lockdown so I was like well I might as well stay here <laughs> <laughs> um so we had like a nice little month together which was really good um but mm. like it's so odd because time has gone so quickly. Oh yeah, I'd agree. Like yeah. I I last saw him about beginning of December, mid-December, and I'm like, that was like nearly three months ago. Like mm. that was so long ago. And I miss him like crazy, but it's gone so quickly. Yeah, I know. Especially if like obviously for me as well, obviously I've been working pretty much through all of the lockdowns. Mm. So time for me has sort of been like kind of non-existent at this point because it's like you just don't know what time of the day it is and how long and how fast time is going at the moment. It's Mm. just, it's crazy. But um, obviously myself and my girlfriend, we tend to like video call and, you know, chat and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, we do the same as well, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but obviously, fingers fingers crossed, we'll get to see our loved ones again. Not, you know, obviously not just our partners, like our family. Yeah. And, you know, our friends and stuff like that. Yeah. I, well, we've yeah. Um, we've we've obviously been we we like chat every day on Facebook Messenger and stuff. We send a, we send memes to each other. We don't even have conversations. We just send memes to each other. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Oh it. wow, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like kept us going, sort of thing. And I've. I know we've we've both kind of had like mental health problems and like my anxiety has mm. been so bad. Um, like there'll be a couple of days where it's really good and then other days like it's just been awful. So we normally like FaceTime. We we've both got switches as well, so we we play games on our switches together. Oh, and that's stuff. cute. And yeah, yeah. So and we've even been watching WandaVision together as well. Oh, that's what awesome. yeah, that's what we've been doing. Yeah, so it's just even though we're we're far away, it's still nice to be able to FaceTime each other and um, call each other and stuff. So that's been really really good because I I couldn't imagine like life without FaceTime and Messenger and stuff. Now, like mm. with my parents when they were growing up, obviously they didn't have any of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I, yeah. I really reckon it would have been ten times more difficult. Oh yeah, definitely. Without all this stuff, yeah. Mm. Um, very lucky <laughs> so um would what would, advice would you give to people because obviously to like all those people who are sort of in the same situation as myself mm. and you like what would be your sort of um advice to those people to sort of keep them going in a sense i'd say like not necessarily just talking every day sort of things it obviously is nice to have space and stuff but mm. organize like a a FaceTime date, you know, just like maybe oh, one yeah. evening. You know, I know Disney Plus. You can do, you can like watch films together from yeah, like different that's right, households. Yeah. 
So you maybe like watch a couple of films together or play some games together. Like there's loads of games you can play online now mm. and stuff. Um, you know, just have like a little Skype date or something or just like a phone call once a week to just, like just to see how we're going on. I, during the first lockdown, because um, obviously we were a bit worried about, we didn't know when we were going to see each other next and stuff. And we just, you know, we weren't really sure how we we're going to cope. So we actually ended up sending each other letters. We didn't speak oh. a lot on, yeah. Wow. We, we kind of, we didn't speak a lot on Messenger because we kind of mm. just wanted to keep the romance alive sort of thing. And just, it was oh, wow. really exciting. That's actually really getting, sweet. Yeah, it was, it was really exciting getting a letter through like a couple of times a week. Of him just being like, oh, I've been doing uni work and I've been doing this and that sort of thing. And we'd give each other like a little um, like challenge to do at the end of the letter. So whether it's like a code breaker challenge or like a riddle Mm. or something, just to try and give us like a little something extra to do, which was really nice. So, yeah, that was really cool to do all that. Uh, Honestly, I I love that. Um it's very retro and old school as well. I love it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> I like that. That's that's really cool. Um, yeah. So I assume, obviously, you have mentioned WandaVision. And I feel like in pretty much oh. all of my podcasts at oh, the moment. Do you know what? I was going to say, up. the finale was yesterday. How can we it not was... talk about WandaVision? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was sort of, yeah, I was going to sort of like build up to it. But I kind of got to this point where I'm a bit like, yeah, <laughs> she's mentioned it three times now. Um, but yeah, um, obviously we did have it yesterday on, on this time of recording. What, what did you think of the finale? That's that's the main question. What did you think of that final episode? Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of like mixed on it. Mm. I, like obviously when I first watched it, I didn't quite under like I didn't quite know like what to think of it because there were sort of moments where I was like, oh, that was cool. But then this, then that. But then I feel like now I've sort of, um, I feel like obviously now um, I've looked back on it a bit. I'm a bit like, oh, actually, okay, there were some really awesome moments in it. Um, yeah. But I feel like there was definitely room for improvement. That's that's what I would say. That's kind of my take on it. I just feel mm. like there was still a lot of unanswered questions which could have done with a bit more depth and answers, but... Yeah, I, I felt there there was only really kind of one moment, like, for, what I can think of from the top of my head, mm. the whole Ralph thing. Oh, God. The whole Ralph yeah. and Pietro thing, that just got answered far too quickly for me. Mm. I feel like they could have... Um, like, I'm glad they did answer it because they could have just left us not answering it yeah. for ages. But I, it was just like, oh, Pietro's got Monica locked up in his room. Mm. Oh, his name is Ralph. Oh, that's Ralph. That's who he really is. And then that's it. We don't see him again. So yeah. Like, um, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like for me, for me personally, um, I kind of just felt like with this finale, like, don't get me wrong, it was great and there was some good stuff in it, but I felt like it did kind of lose the show's identity in a sense because it kind of just ended up being just just stereotypical MCU sort of CGI battles and stuff like that. And I kind of felt a bit like, you know, you had this very different show and then they kind of ended it in the very predictable and MCU sort of way, if Ending you get what I mean. Battle. Yeah, no, I, I actually get that. Yeah, you yeah. like looking back at the other films, they all end in a massive fight. Mm. <laughs> and it's pretty much what they've also done here, which I know yeah, I totally see where you're coming from, yeah. Mm. But what we can agree on is obviously Elizabeth has been like I've, I've said this oh, so many times gosh. already. She has yeah. been amazing that because I'm not going to lie to anyone here. Like, I wasn't really a huge fan of Wonder at all. Like, when it came to, like, the Marvel stuff. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, always, I sort of found her, yeah, she's all right. Like, she's she exists, if you get what I mean. But yeah. she wasn't really a character that really stood out to me. But I feel like, obviously, this show has, like, done so much for, um, oh, for this yeah, character. I, I, yeah, I totally agree. And... Um, 
I actually convinced my mum to watch all the Marvel films over Christmas. So she's all caught up with it now and absolutely oh, wow. obsessed. And we watched all of WandaVision the other day and <sighs> watched the final yesterday together as well. And she absolutely loved it. And she said the exact same thing to you, like as you just said. Mm. She's like, I'm so glad they finally set up a proper story for her character. Mm. Like she is so powerful and she can do so much. And they just haven't shown that at all yet. And mm. now we've got WandaVision. It's just completely blown us away because we're like, oh my God, she's so powerful. I Where mean, has all this come from? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hope I hope we get to see more of her, obviously, after the Doctor Strange movie. Um, I hope we, yeah, I hope we do get more of her. I mean, it's kind of a given, really, that we are going to get that. Because I feel like, if anything, the show's popularity has kind of proven that it's something that people like and something that people want to see mm. um but yeah um i've 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 loved one division like i'm not gonna lie at the start i found it a bit difficult um but yeah, then I've, i sort of was like okay I've, i'm sort of getting into it now the, the kind of like reviews i've read people like i've heard people say like they're only judging it on the first two episodes when they came out yeah. and they're like, I'm not watching it again. It's really crap. And I'm like, <laughs> give it time. Honestly, yeah. those two episodes, they're, they're a little bit boring because they're just kind of, they're not even setting up the story. They're just there to kind of confuse you as to what the hell is going on. Mm. But once you get to episode three, that's when things really start kicking off. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I was just like, you've just got to hang in there. And like, after episode three, it's just, you're like, what the hell is going on? This mm. is insane. <laughs> But yeah, because um, obviously when I had Joven and James on here, they like obviously it's kind of weird because obviously James's opinion on it was very different, and then obviously Jovan's was kind of very similar to yours. He was saying that he mm. very much likes the sort of slow burn to the start rather than just getting straight into it. Yeah, rather than just I'd, yeah, I would say like I'm kind of a bit like I get I'm so fifty fifty with anything, aren't I? Yeah. I'm so fifty fifty <laughs> with it because. Your new catchphrase. You know, yeah, I, I, I think it's good not to go straight into the action because if you just mm. go straight into the action, like you're kind of just gonna lose people halfway through it, mm. and it can feel quite long. But you, you don't want to give everything away in like the first couple of episodes, mm. which is you know, good TV basically. So them kind of setting up this like pocket reality for Wanda. And then everyone's like, what the hell is going on? That's what enticed me to carry on watching. So I'm like, I want to know why she's here, what's going on sort of thing. So it's just setting up those questions to then be answered later on. So I think chucking in all the action within the first couple of episodes yeah. is a big no-no for me. Because it's like, you've chucked all that in. So mm. then what the hell are you going to do for the rest of the season? Oh, yeah. If you get what I mean. Yeah, I, I, I would sort of agree with what you what you said there. Um, mm. Another thing, obviously, you see me, we are talking about the finale. Um, I assume you, you knew this, but obviously um, there was a lot of rumours floating about about this show, particularly from Paul, who plays Vision, saying that we were, oh we were going to get <laughs> a Luke Skywalker-level cameo. And then, well, <laughs> guess what, guys? Yep, that didn't it was happen. Himself. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he he said on an interview that he got to work with um an actor that he's always wanted to work he did. with. Yep. Meaning himself. Yeah. <laughs> and he only said that just to troll people. And I'm like, that is absolutely incredible. This is why we love you so much. That's mm. just amazing. <laughs> like honestly, that the the amount of theories I've seen on WandaVision of yeah it's been insane is isn't it insane and for him to obviously see all these theories and him just playing up to it mm. just to drive people more crazy and then for him just to go yeah it was myself i was just trolling you guys <laughs> is so funny <laughs> i thought it was fantastic did, um did you like yeah obviously i know you said you found it funny but was there like any like small part of you that was a bit like oh if you get what I mean, did you feel a bit like, uh, okay. Not really. <laughs> Cause to, to be honest with you, I didn't read too much into it. I know some people, I think some people are like kind of listing off actors and stuff. Yeah. Um, but as soon as the post credit scene came out for this, 
episode eight, I think it was, where we saw the spoilers, saw the white vision. Yeah. Um, as soon as that came out, everyone was like, oh, so that's the person he wanted to work with the whole entire time. Like, <laughs> it was himself, basically. So I, I didn't read too much into it, but I just think mm. it's quite funny. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I sort of, tr- at the beginning, I sort of tried not looking that far into it. But then as each episode mm. came on, it there was like these little like sentences and pieces of dialogue where I was like, oh, maybe this means this or that. And obviously there was a lot of things floating around the internet. And um, obviously when it did eventually come out, it was a bit like, ah, okay. I see what's happened. <laughs> mm. um, but well, yeah. I've, I, um, I've read so many people have said they've like, they like the ending, but they're a bit disappointed. And I think that's because, mm they had set themselves up with so many theories as to what was going to happen in the end. Cause I know a lot of people were expecting Dr. Strange to top up. Yeah. I was and kind of expecting that too. I have to admit from day since it first started, I was like, there is no way Dr. Strange is going to pop up in this. Like I, I just can't see it happening. Like they wouldn't, they wouldn't that easily lead this into Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Badness. Yes, she's in mm. it, but I, <laughs> I, I just don't think that it would be that easily going from straight to One Division straight into Multiverse of Madness. There's got to be something. There's got to be some stuff that happens in between before we get there, sort of thing. Yeah. But it's those. What I did enjoy though was those the the second post credit scene, which is like, ah, so this is how we're going to get into Multiverse of Madness. Ah, sort of thing with yeah. her with the astro projecting I think yeah that's yeah it. that's right yeah yeah so as, as soon as I saw that I was like right okay so this is how we're going to get into multiverse and madness sort of thing those little tiny mm. little connections to Doctor Strange which even though they're only small Marvel are so good at doing those tiny little connections throughout the oh films. yeah yeah I, I would agree yeah and it's kind of weird as well because obviously it's like they're just not stopping at this point because obviously two weeks from now pretty much we're getting um falcon and winter soldier as well literally so good so excited yeah, yeah. so that's going to be a very i feel like that's going to be a very different show to what wandavision is like i feel oh, like 100%. yeah but I, i'm for one i'm very very excited for it because i love sam wilson and i love bucky barnes yeah i think that's going to be great i i'm excited for it but i'm also I was so excited for WandaVision and WandaVision was just such a, a completely different program to anything else I'd seen before. I oh, know yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier isn't going to be on that level. No. It probably will be, but just mm. just um, just like the way it's set. So obviously Falcon and Winter Soldier is definitely going to be more action. I'm yes. not a massive action fan. So that's why I'm a bit like, okay, I'll still watch mm. it anyway. And I know it's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I know personally for me, I know WandaVision will be better than Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But then again, I could watch it and completely change my mind. So who would I? Yeah, know? yeah. Um, so obviously with like staying on the topic of Marvel, um, obviously we recently had the news of the new Spider-Man title. Um, yes. So yeah, obviously there was a bit, again, Speaking of trolling, we had a bit more trolling. <laughs> I'm starting to get a bit of a theme here now. Um, <laughs> hmm, Marvel um, really do like messing with their fans, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, was you like present, like when all of that was going on? Was you a bit like? Uh? I, I was kind of. Yeah, I, I I I remember it happening. I think I was. I can't, what were we doing? I was watching TV with my mum. I think, and I'm something. Obviously, I saw someone share the Tom Holland one on yeah. their story, and I was like, "Oh, awesome!" I'd, I'd send that to Joe Van, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I saw someone posted a collage of all three titles, and I'm like, "Hang on, what, what is this?" So then, obviously, I'd see. I then saw that Zendaya had posted a different one, and then I can't remember the actor's name, but he posted someone else. Yeah. Um. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. Because <laughs> I, I I know Tom Holland is so bad for leaking stuff early oh, that yeah. he shouldn't do. Mm. So I was like, okay, so this, this, this I understand this. This, you know, he, they've done this on purpose because they know he's going to leak something <laughs> by accident. 
<laughs> and then for us to get the actual title like a day later, that was really cool. Yeah. I actually remember that evening as well because I think it was around like 11 o'clock at night and I literally mm. had to get up at half five that the next morning. Oh, but I generally just couldn't I generally couldn't sleep because I was literally just so on edge with what was going on. <laughs> I was like yeah. me- messaging my friends and I was like, what the hell is happening? And then I was sort of waiting for more confirmation and a lot of us were waiting until midnight because we were hoping for something solid. And then nothing happened. And I was like, oh, great. And then I had to go into work all <laughs> tired. And I didn't really want to oh, say, no. oh, yeah, I stayed up late because of Spider-Man. Because, yeah, I, <laughs> that would kind of suck. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, again, obviously, with, like, theories and, like, stuff like that, obviously, there's been a lot floating around about this movie as well. Um, mm. Is there, like, so what... In terms of like the stuff that you've probably seen, like is there any one like ones in that movie you definitely want to see, or are you sort of just a bit? I, uh, do you know what? If I'm quite honest with you, I've been on such a Wonder Vision hype, I haven't really looked into it. Mm. <laughs> um, I, I probably, I think I'll probably go back and rewatch Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah. Um, sorry, not Homecoming, Far From Home. Um, oh yeah yeah just to kind of remind myself what's happened and then obviously the post-credit scene yes with Nick Fury so I'm like yeah. oh okay mm. this could all tie in somewhere and especially obviously now we had the sorry go back to WandaVision again the first post-credit scene for WandaVision yeah. with Monica that is uh, that has got to be about Nick Fury so that'd be really cool if Monica kind of just suddenly appears in Spider-Man I highly doubt oh, okay. it but there's, that's, that's there's, an there's interesting a Nick thing. Fury link there, so I'm I'm intrigued. Mm. But who knows? And like the title "No Way Home" kind of suggests that like it could be in space because like like the the title for my like Alien was like oh no one can hear you scream in space sort of thing. So it's kind of <laughs> yes, like, it was yeah yeah. So it it's kind of like to me like I'm trying to explain this the best way. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's in my head, but like yeah, the way I, I, I my get mouth what you sounds mean, really yeah. confusing. Um, so like going into space sort of thing it's very like dangerous and you know there is no way home sort of thing so I don't know I just feel like it's there's going to be a lot in space but I could be completely wrong so who knows <laughs> um, obviously um, so yeah we've spoken a bit about Marvel um, obviously you did sort of mention DC like so are you like up to date with like DC stuff like do you tend to watch the shows or the films uh, and that no really oh wow okay yeah like the, the, the crazy thing is like obviously i watched like some of the batman films with heath ledger um, oh okay yeah the dark knight trilogy joker yes dark knight trilogy there we go and then i just haven't really been caught up on it since i think it's because like growing up i've always been kind of around marvel fans oh okay and like I growing up, I'd say I was I'm a DC fan, but I didn't really know a lot about it. It's only because I had I really liked Harley Quinn. <laughs> that yeah. was pretty much it. Um, and I'm playing Justice Gods Among Us, so that was about it. Um, mm. But I've obviously I've seen like Suicide Squad and stuff, but that that's about it. I don't really catch up with DC to be honest with you. Oh, so have you never watched like the Harley Quinn show or? Because obviously I think they did I that. Not yeah, long ago. I haven't watched that. Um, just because I don't have the right channels for it. Oh, yeah. I, I get um, what you mean, yeah. Yeah, so otherwise I would have been, like, all over that. But I wasn't... The only th- Another thing that was put me off was Kaylee Cuckoo, I think. It's like Coco Cuckoo, I can't really say her surname. Yeah. Doing the voice of Harley. Yeah. Because I know her so much as Penny from The Big Bang Theory. I'm like, I can't... All I can hear is Penny. I can't hear Harley. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. And I'm I'm just like, it's I'm just so used because I I love the animated Harley Quinn because she's just oh yeah same on honestly the Batman like, animated series is just pure so gold dust yeah um I couldn't recommend it enough to anyone who hasn't seen it um yeah it, me it, too. it's it's genius genius stuff and it kind of it's one of those cartoons where it's like. It's not one of those. Oh, it's a kiddie cartoon. If you get what I mean, like it, like they do tackle a lot of adult themes in this show mm. as well. 
which I feel like and Dole could like very easily like get into as well. But yeah, I mean, like there's an episode where Harley Quinn's coming out of a pudding for her for the Joker, and she's like covered in like pudding and this like sexy lingerie outfit. So it's yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely for adults as well. Mm. Um. Obviously, something we haven't actually. Obviously, I'm not going to talk too much into this, but obviously, we, for those who aren't aware, um, Daisy also does a OnlyFans account, which I'm not actually sure how long you've been doing that for. Um, uh, well, I, I originally had a Patreon account. Oh, okay. And then, um, obviously, OnlyFans kind of took off, and I was like, I should That's probably. Right. I'm going to hop over to OnlyFans instead. So I've been. I did that in October. Oh, okay. So yeah, so I had I'm just trying to think of the best way to describe it. So I had um Patreon for like six months and then I had like OnlyFans for like six months. So I have technically been doing it for a year, but it just haven't been on the same um level or the same website, sorry, basically. So where where did again like so where did this sort of all come about? Like was this something that you've always sort of wanted to do or is this just you know, one of those um, things that you I've, just fancy trying or? It, just a mixture of things, really. Like, I love Jessica Nagiri. Oh, okay. She's one of the cosplayers I look up to. Um, and she she does do a lot of kind of lewd, sexy cosplay sort of thing. Oh, okay. But she makes all of her own stuff. Mm. And her her stuff is incredible. Like, she made her own Mandalorian armor. Oh, wow. Um, she makes her own like kind of characters like she's done some like like a summer fairy and a spring fairy sort of thing and they just her stuff looks so good so I've always kind of admired her sort of thing so I was like I'd like kind of like to give that a go and I also had some uni debt to pay off so that kind of (laughs) (laughs) that 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 kind of uh weighed in hugely on the decision of joining up to OnlyFans so yeah (laughs) oh okay that's ah Interesting. Because <laughs> I, I just wanted to know, because, well, to be honest with you, obviously I don't know, in fact, I don't really know anything about OnlyFans mm. or any of that sort of thing, because it's never really something that I personally have, like, looked into. Um, mm. But I, I completely respect the people who do do it, because um, a lot of people really put a lot of creativity and motivation into these things. Um, yeah, that's that is like the main thing about it i get mm. a lot of people message me going like so can you give me like some i want to sign up but can you give me some tips on like posting and this and that and like the yeah. first thing i say to them is you have to post like not at least uh, not every day but like every other day oh okay um because that that is what i do i post every other day um because obviously mm. people are paying to see your content and if yeah, you're charging them like fifteen dollars a month to only post once a week like that's that is a lot of money for one post a week um so I kind of I kind of just like say to them like you've got to put yourself in Mm. your customers but like in your customers shoes and think what how much would I pay to see this this and this oh okay you know so I I don't uh show nudes I do lewds so just yeah. sexy kind of photos mm. so i'm like okay so i'm not gonna overcharge people for that because i'm not i'm just doing like sexy photos um so that's why i make mine like really cheap because i know it's affordable for people and i like i post regularly sort of thing and then yeah it's just it's just more affordable for people when i know there's a couple of I'm not dragging anyone through the mud here but I know there's a couple of people who charge like $15 a month to only post once or twice a week sort of thing and then they're like I'm really struggling like I keep losing fans and this and that and I'm like hun you've got to lower your price (laughs) because you're only posting twice a week Mm. but you're charging $15 a month for it like if if I was paying for you fifteen dollars a month, I'm expecting videos every day, personal messages, <laughs> pictures, all of this, like every single day. I'm expecting yeah. loads. So it, it it's all about kind of putting yourself in your customers' footsteps and being like, what would I charge for? Mm. Sort of thing. What what do I expect to get for this amount of money? Sort of thing. 
Yeah, so obviously there there was another thing that I was sort of debating whether or not to bring up. But um, obviously, I'm not sure if it was last year or it was the year before. Because obviously, I remember there was a big campaign going on with like fellow cosplayers about lewd cosplays. I'm pretty sure you yes. probably remember this. And I believe oh, you I was... do. I was heavily involved in that. I got called out for no reason. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, what sort of trying to ex- yeah, sort of trying to explain that and stuff, like, because obviously there are people out there who are quite crude and sort of feel that you know stuff like that isn't welcome into like the cosplay community and stuff. It's yeah, like I can I do kind of see where they're coming from because you know some some people like. I'm, I'm trying to think of like the best way to kind of like describe this. So like, mm. it's, it's basically like not a lot of people enjoy seeing characters being over-sexualized and I yes. totally get it. Like there's some yeah. characters, especially younger characters. Oh like, yeah. I get, um, I get that side of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, I always try and avoid like sexualizing younger characters i'm just like i don't feel comfortable doing that at all it's just so wrong on so many levels mm-hmm. um but at the end like in my opinion if you've got the confidence and you want to do it then go for it like yeah. ig- ignore the people that, that absolutely hate it at the end of the day you'll be you'll get you'll get attraction elsewhere sort of thing there's other people who support this if this, if this is what you want to do then hell go for it if you've got like if you've got the confidence to do it then go for it sort of thing don't just do it because there's other cosplayers doing it and they've got a huge following and everyone likes their stuff do it because you feel comfortable to do it and i've seen so many fabulous female cosplayers who don't do loo cosplayers who do just full cosplayers who are absolutely amazing yeah and i'm like you don't need to do that because your cosplays are just so good anyway like Mm. you know obviously do it if you feel comfortable doing it but don't just do it for the sake of it you know um so it is a it is a difficult kind of thing but 100 percent, i i i'm like i stand for the ludement like if you want to do it and then just, just mm. do it i, I get mean, so much confidence from doing it I, I would sort of say the same for males as well because obviously I, I know like not every male does it but i know there's a fair mm. amount of male people who like to do it as well um even though oh, I, yeah yeah so I'd, I'd definitely sort of say the same to like male people who want to do that. Like that's totally fine. Again, if you've got the confidence to do 100%. that, one hundred percent. Yeah, mm. like I, I really wish I'd see more male cosplayers. Oh, okay. Like not not just in general, but like especially if especially if they want to do loot stuff. Yes. Um, I don't ever see that. Oh really? Ever. And a, a lot of it is body confidence. Oh, yeah. And, you know, every, we got all the girls hyping up the other girls and stuff. And I'm like, what about the guys here? Like, male, bo- yeah. male body positivity mm. is just as important as female bo- body positivity. Like, I'm I'm not one for, like, big muscular guys. Like, that's, that's not really what I'm into. I like a good dad bod. Like, oh, okay. I'll be like, hell yeah, check you out. Sort of <laughs> like, I've seen a couple of... Um, spider-man cosplayers with just a mask on and their underwear and i'm like yes this i love this this is freaking awesome <laughs> sort of thing go f- good on you like like i said with the female cosplayers as long as you're confident enough to do it and you know it mm. makes you feel good then go for it as, as long as you're feeling good about yourself go for it <laughs> mm. so um i sort of just wanted to say as well um obviously obviously like unfortunately due to um sort of the times that we live in at the moment there are some pretty harsh people obviously particularly when it comes to like female people in terms of like being a part of cosplay like oh if you're not attractive enough or if you're not cute enough um do you find that's kind of like demeaning or have you ever like had that sort of like situation before if you get what I'm saying, like what what's yeah. your sort of best way of dealing with that? I've been I've been quite lucky not to have that happen. Mm. Um, I think it's because a lot of the time I am showing my boobs off a lot of the time, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what people are staring at mostly. Um, but I have seen it on other people's yeah. accounts, and I'm like, why? Personally, I think to myself, whoever's got time, like to waste on 
commenting mean things on other people's photos. Mm. Like, you've clearly got too much time in your hands and you need oh, a yeah. better hobby. Like, go out and do something with your life, seriously. <laughs> um, but as, as to dealing with it, normally I wouldn't respond to it. I would just ignore it, delete the comments sort of thing. Because mm. at the end of the day, replying to the comments, like, it's, again, like, it's not worth your time. Go yeah. and do like so, go and do something that will make you happy. Like spend some time with your family or play video games or something. Like just delete the comments. Don't respond. Mm. And if they do make you feel really crappy, like yeah, go and speak to your friends and be like, I've had this crappy comment on my on my picture and it's made me feel really down about myself. And trust me, they one hundred percent will hype you back up again. That's what friends are there for to do. Mm. That's like you know in our, our group chats if someone had this mean comment posted all of us would be like Ig- fucking ignore them yeah excuse my language <laughs> ignore them um i've been trying so hard not to swear this entire time and it just slipped out <laughs> no, i'm such no, a potty honest, mouth honestly it's, it's, <laughs> um like you know yeah this is what friends are here for sort of yeah. thing so just be like i've had this really horrible comment i need like come and cheer me up and you know, everyone yeah, will cheer exactly, you up sort yeah. of thing. so yeah, if you get a nasty comment, just delete it. Don't even bother engaging with it. Don't message them about it because they are not worth mm. your time. One hundred percent not worth your time. And if it if it carries on, it's the same person. Report their account because that's harassment. Yeah. At the end of the day, you don't want to be dealing yeah. with that crap. Um. So um, sort of another thing, really. Um, obviously, even though like obviously people such as me and yourself are like cosplayers and we sort of know what cosplay is and what conventions are like, how would you sort of like pitch cosplay and conventions and stuff to someone who hasn't been in that world before? Like someone who isn't really necessarily that nerdy either. Like how would you like? Oh, um, I would, I would definitely say like, don't worry about cosplaying because not everyone does it. it. Everyone's not a fan of it, you know? Mm. I've been to plenty of conventions where there hasn't been a lot of people dress up sort of thing. Yeah. But it is it's it is nerdy. Yes. But there's so much to do and see. There is literally something for everyone. And I mean I would agree with that. everyone. Yeah. Like, um, if you're into cars, there's usually they usually bring in cars from films they do for people to see or like motorbikes and stuff there's like film memorabilia there's costumes you can go and see obviously there's tons of cosplayers walking around so there's plenty of costumes you can go and see Mm. if you're um there's like magnificent lego builds um there is there's obviously celebrities that go that do interviews and stuff Mm. so even if you favorite celebrities go and just go to see them and meet them get their autograph there is something for everyone to do no matter what age you are mm. it's it's just great and I, I actually was very lucky lucky enough a couple of years ago to go to a comic-con in Brussels with my parents oh Brussels wow in Belgium. Okay. um they took me one Christmas and was like okay we we ta- we drag you along to all of our museums and boring stuff so now you can drag us along to something that you enjoy oh brilliant um, and honestly, I think they enjoyed it more than I did. Oh wow! They they weren't expect yeah they weren't expecting to enjoy it. They're just kind of like oh she's happy like that's that makes us happy. So they would just walk around, and like my dad was buying stuff. My mum was my mum loves Star Wars, so she was like I oh. love this Star Wars stuff. It looks amazing. Like it's honestly some of the stuff you find at a convention just blows you away. Like mm. it's so much fun. Yeah, honestly, I've got like so many great purchases from Comic Con. It's kind of crazy. Um, Mm. Do you have like a particular um, piece that you've got from a convention, like that you like in terms of like obviously you've in all the conventions you've been to, do you like have a particular item that you think is like, oh, Um, I'm so glad I have that? Oh, my goodness. I've got there's a couple of like pops that I've gotten. But there's, this is so random, but there's, at MCM, they've got a lovely artist village. They do, yeah. I've been there. Small, yeah, small independent artists. You can just walk around and they're trying to obviously show off their artwork and you can be drawn as characters. There's Mm. like um, indie comics being sold and stuff. 
and I someone drew me as a sloth and oh, I still wow. have that photo to this day and it's my probably my favorite thing ever oh wow that's so cool <laughs> it's just yeah it's literally just a bit of paper with me drawn as a sloth it's great <laughs> <laughs> again like another reason to go to a convention you can just find really cool quirky stuff like that yeah. like I'd never in my life thought I'd be drawn as a sloth but here we are mm. it seems like honestly conventions just seem like such a long time ago um they really do i actually remember the first time i saw you as well at a convention um it was lfcc wasn't it, it yeah it was yeah, yeah. um when jovan <laughs> just like pulled me into this photo shoot <laughs> of all these people i'd never met before and i was a bit like um We're all okay what's going on aren't we? <laughs> yeah that's oh, right that was yeah. That was amazing. We were there for hours. Yeah, we was. Yeah, it was so sweet. Like, it wasn't as even well. just for ourselves either. Mm. Like it was, they had kids coming up to us yeah. and taking photos, and like adults getting their camera out, going, "Oh yeah, that's like that's sick." <laughs> we were just mm. there, there, like we've been here for an hour now. This is really painful. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? <laughs> was that where you met Jovan? Like, was that the first sort of meeting that you is had? Indeed. Yeah. Oh, well, we we kind of. Yeah, we met kind of the day before sort of thing and then obviously we went to the convention together and spent time together and the rest is history <laughs> oh yeah because yeah, um, like i said you'll find everything at a convention including love <laughs> <laughs> funny enough yeah me and jovan literally said um the same thing because um obviously that's where i met my girlfriend as well um yeah back in um last year and uh Obviously, me and Jovan said, if you want to find love, then Comic Con is the place to go. <laughs> yeah. Which um, one hundred percent. I know Amelia wasn't particularly happy about, but <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah, she didn't find it that funny. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just goes to show, like you can. There's not necessarily just like nerdy stuff you can find. You can sort of find stuff that's very like sweet for life and stuff as well. I think because mm. I like to think that in a weird sort of way you can sort of see like comic cons in like a spiritual way like if you know what i mean because yeah. like when you go to them like you sort of start to explore yourself a bit more and other people as well because you meet some really fascinating people and that's not just yeah. like actors and things i'm talking about like real people like it's it's so nice just to surround yourself with people who are into the same things as you mm. like where i live I don't know any other cosplayers or people who are kind of just as nerdy as I am. Oh yeah, but same. When I when I go to a convention, I feel mm. like I can kind of almost be myself and I'm like I feel so relaxed and comfortable because everyone mm. here is here for the same reason because we all like the same things. We're all like in, either into cosplay or film or m- TV or music or whatever. We're we're all we all like the same things and we you know that's it just makes you feel so comfortable and just mm. at home really mm. yeah because uh joe vans um and myself sort of said that it's kind of weird like when you look at a convention you tend to get a lot of people who you know ask for your selfie or a photo and then they're like oh i follow you and then they next yeah. thing you know you're asking for a details and stuff i i had a bit of a surreal moment actually with that um i had it was the last it was the last lfcc we went to in or march last year um someone came up to me was like oh you're lg cosplayers i'm like yeah that's me holy crap i've been recognized (laughs) i was Mm. like oh my god i've been actually been recognized by my instagram name someone's come up to me and called me ld cosplayers and is like Oh my god! I'm not fair. I don't feel famous, but that—that's really cool that you know me from my cosplay work and not just because you're a friend. Like that's—that's <laughs> that's insane. That was like that was a really nice feeling. <laughs> yeah, it's also um, yeah, it's it's weird to think that obviously like you get away with that at a, at a convention, but then if you was to do that like just in the street or somewhere, it'd be kind of weird. But it's just it'd like be weird, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I, th- I think it depends, like, because obviously with my cosplay account, if someone came up to me and be like, oh, you're LD cosplays, I'd be like, 
yeah, that's me. But if someone came up to me and said, no, oh, yeah, I know, you're Days Clark from Instagram, yeah. which is my personal Instagram account, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah that'd that be a bit creepy. <laughs> Especially because my account is on private. So that is, mm. that is very creepy. <laughs> but, like, at least for my Insta- my cosplay Instagram account, I post those pictures to for people to look at and inspire other people sort of thing. So if that if there's someone wants to come up to me on the street going, oh, yeah, you're LD cosplayers, I would feel quite honoured. I really would. <laughs> Um, so obviously, um, before we obviously wrap this up, um, sort of towards the end of my podcast, what I tend to do is I tend to do the thinking out loud challenge, which is basically, I will give you like things like a list of things and you will Mm -hmm. literally have to answer like the first thing that pops into your head. Okay. Um, so the first thing... Do you want, um, like a word or like a sentence? Either way, whatever suits you. As okay. long as you don't spend too much time thinking about it. You just okay. you just want like <laughs> the first thing that obviously comes into your head and then we'll go from there. So, awesome. So the first thing I'm going to go for is Star Wars. Ahsoka. <laughs> okay. Um, bathtub. Clean. <laughs> okay. Um, only fans. Confidence. Interesting. And mm. another one. Oh, I want to go for like a really hard one. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say a train station for this one. Train station. Uh, Paddington, because that's the train station I go to go and see my boyfriend. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, so there we so... go. Um. So I'm not sure if you had listened to any of the other ones, but obviously what I tend to do at the end is I tend to get the guests to ask the audience a question. Um, okay. So something that is sort of difficult for someone to sort of try and guess. And then obviously Ooh. whoever tries and finds out the answer will get a shout out on my okay. account and stuff. Uh, all right. I've got it. Okay. It's a gaming one for you about Overwatch because it's my favorite okay. video game. So I want to know, name the four members of Black Watch. Oh, okay. In Overwatch. <laughs> wow. Okay. There you even go. I, honestly, even <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. So that's going to be very, very interesting. There's, to be fair, there's probably more um, characters in it. But there's a special event where we got to play as four characters that were in Blackwatch. So I want to see those four characters that are in Blackwatch. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Um, (laughs) So is there like anything we can follow you on like social media wise? Of course. I'm on Instagram at ld.cosplays. Um, I just want to clarify that is an L, not an I, because a lot of people think it's an I. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's about it, really. <laughs> Perfect. You can, and... I've got, there's a link in my bio that leads everything to you, to wherever you want to go. So just oh, okay, that's, that's helpful. <laughs> um, obviously, before I end this, I just wanted to say to um, the listeners, um, going back to like my very first podcast, um, my friend James asked the question of what year did the avengers tv series start not to be confused with the marvel one and the answer was 1961 um literally only one person actually got this right (laughs) um so well done to whoever to that guy who got that right i actually do have their name here alex um alice me kins i believe he said um so yeah well done to that i still haven't actually had anyone answer joven's question correctly yet um which is what were the main elements of benders in the last end bender because he wants to know all the elements of all the benders of that i i don't know all of them but i could probably give you a few oh okay If if you don't mind give me giving a shot at it yeah go for it Okay, so I think I know one of them is lightning and yes. metal bending. They're they're yep. two quite big ones in that. Um, I'm going to say oh, blood bending as well. That's definitely one of them. Mm. Uh, there is 
uh, healing, I'd say. Yeah, I'm uh, actually looking at the list one now. Of them. I think combustion's one of them. Um, is that on? Yes. Oh, yes, I think I is see it, it yeah. There? It is, oh, yeah. God, it's actually on there. <laughs> That's <what> it <laughs> um, that is as far as my knowledge goes. Oh, you were so <laughs> close as well. You How still many had. I think you you yeah. missed on about like three or four or oh. had more, but you were you got pretty much. I'll ask him the... after this. He'll be he'll, <laughs> he'll be impressed that I knew that many. So I'm oh, fine okay. with that. <laughs> All right then, guys. Then thank you very much for joining, and obviously Daisy, thank you very much for thank you being for a part of me. this. It's been fun. Thank you very much, and we will see you soon. Um, I'm not actually sure who's joining me next, but do stay tuned for that. Um, Okay, so thank you very much, guys.